What's happening, y'all? It's your boy Nick, man. This week's episode is brought to you by the hot sauce Shiro. Now, Shiro is slamming. Now, let me just tell you that right now. Boy, let me tell you something about this hot sauce. Boy, they got four flavors of that girl. I'm talking about peony jalapeno, red hot chili peach, Thai chili lychee, and guava lava. All are fantastic, let me tell you. Boy, if you love a little spice in your life, boy, you got to get your hands on this one, dog. Now, where you go to get this bottle is hotsauceshiro.com. That's hot sauce shiro, hero with a S. Now, use your code 20 off at checkout. Grab yourself a personal. Hot sauce shiro, loving a bottle. Now, let's start the show. Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Textually Active Pod. I'm here with your weekly dose of conversations on how to navigate the digital age, you know, dealing with that family stuff, those friends that be getting on your nerves, and even your significant other. I got my boy Meezy with me. I'm out here. And I got Nick with me. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and we're here. How y'all feeling today? Uh, it's, an, it's, an, it's, an, it's another day. I'm here, ready to ready to get down with the take act gang. I ain't seen y'all since last Sunday. Yeah, I know. It's been it's been a, been a week, a little week. We good though. And y'all do anything lit over the weekend? Sleep, bro. That's the best thing in the world. Worked. I worked all weekend, man. Um, my balance is messed up because I started school and you know during the weekend I felt like I'm supposed to stay up late party have fun the problem is i stay up late and then i wake up early so Mm. my sleep is missing in between yeah i have the opposite problem because i work at night and i try to sleep through the day true and when i don't sleep through the day like when friday come i'm up all day and then i'm in the bed by 9 30 so you slept all weekend slept all weekend nick you was getting to the bag no but i was working (laughs) okay big bank no, working, watching. Big bank watching. take. Little I watch. Bank. I did watch Brona get not get beat up, but lost. I don't know how that works, but yeah. anyway, yeah, don't know. I got wrapped up in a jail documentary. I spent probably eh, six hours watching it. I decided that I'm never going to prison. A jail documentary. Yeah. So it's called Sixty Days In. They have people that agree to go to prison for two months. To get some insight on what's going on inside the prisons because they're so fucked up. Yeah, them gotta be white people. So, well, it was a black guy. He was 19 years old. He went in there, handled his business. He was from Philly. Um, yeah, it was tough. I got attached to the characters and they was getting smacked up, beat up. Yeah, but good show. Go check it out if you're into watching <laughs> jail docs like me. I don't know. No. Is it just me? Yeah, that's you. It's just me? Yeah. Y'all don't y'all don't want to see anybody in prison? Mm, weird, weird flicks, but okay. Yes. <laughs> Got it. So we have a special guest with us today. <laughs> we have a guest by the name of Philae, and we are so happy to have him here. He's the filmmaker maker and the creator of Black Sex in the City. Tell the people about yourself, Phila. Hey y'all, thank you. Thank you for having me, Textually Active. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm Philip. I'm 23 years old and black, living in New York City. And I'm the owner of my company, Philae Films Incorporated. 
and the creator, writer, director, producer, actor, video editor, all that for Black Sex in the City on YouTube. Oh, you are a lot of hats. Yes. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we got Filet here to talk about his experiences being a creative and how that works with receiving support from people in your circle. So I know for me, when I first started telling people that I'm doing a podcast and I'm creating stuff and I'm expressing myself this way, people were like, Oh, word, like that's, that's what you're doing. And I guess people had to see that I was serious about it before they decided to come in and kind of join me on my journey of creating. Did y'all have that experience when you started? Uh, mine is more the opposite. I've got like the LeBron effect. Like you've been doing something for so long. It's just more so expectations. Like, okay, I move, I do something new. I go to a new team and they're like, okay, let me see what he got. And then it's been consistent and it's like, oh, he's doing what he usually do. Don't really matter that much. So it's like, it's just, you take it, take it as it is. Uh, I mean, I guess it's still, kind of weird just kind of feeling like all right you have to constantly keep your mind going as far as being a creative like it just like like you don't understand how much like ideas are playing into this shit man like i mean i guess it still hasn't hit me yet because it's like like everybody else here is so much more creative than I <laughs> so it's like you know what i'm saying so i just kind of like feed off the energy you know but it works you know Filet, what about you? How was your experience? Uh, yeah, for my experience, I feel like really the it's been a bigger battle getting me to fully support me than it has been getting others to. From the beginning, I feel like it was more me being my own bigger critic than anyone else, really, which was also stressful in itself. But it was a process getting to the point where I am a supporter, just like the supporters. <laughs> It's, I feel like being creative comes with a lot of self-doubt. I find myself always questioning, like, is this good? Like, is this what people are going to like? Are people going to support this? Is Does this look okay? Because I think it's dope. So I always find myself questioning the people around me, like, hey, what do you think about this idea? Is this going to work? And it could it could take a toll on you. Yeah, like this is easy. Mm-hmm. Like this being yes. when like doing this with a group of people is fucking easy. This is the easiest thing I've ever had to do. But like my side projects when I or the projects <laughs> that I do by myself, man, I'm like a perfectionist. So it's I take, you know, forever to get one small intricate detail <laughs> together. Like I might spend six hours on the font, just the font, trying to figure out which one I like. So <laughs> And I know with film that's a lot more challenging because you're visually seeing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just the hardest thing. It really is. There's more elements to it than I could have ever imagined because I don't have any film training. I literally just started when I started Black Sex in the City. I had never done anything like this, so it it's a lot of work. That's all I could possibly say. <laughs> Black, oh, so Black Sex so, yeah. in the City with... I, I know. I watched a few of the videos. We made one 30-second commercial, and we were like, bro, we <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot. So I can only imagine when you're coming up with 
all those creative <laughs> ideas with the script. You trying to be funny. You got to make sure you're acting. I didn't. I didn't know you had to act when you was on when you was making videos. So yeah, that's challenging. It's 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 truly a lot. Truly, and the longer the project, the long because the episodes ended up getting to like six and a half minutes by the end. And that's not even as much as episodes on TV. And it was a lot of fucking work. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, right. So, yeah. so about creatives, I found some characteristics of creatives and I wanted to know if this is how we feel like we are. So I think creatives, their mind never slows down. They challenge the norm they have difficulty staying on task because, of course, your mind is always racing. They take their work personal, deeply intuitive, um, might be a procrastinator, on the edge of joy and depression. And let me tell you, I felt that. <laughs> they rather be authentic than popular. Are those some of the things that you think a creative is? It's all right. I do. Yeah, for sure, bro. Cause especially the authentic part. Cause I know like when I do the playlist and whatnot, I try my best not to pick songs that everybody's listening to right now just for a look. Like just to be like, Oh, he got my jam on here. Let him, let me hear this. It's like, nah, I want you to hear what I did. So it sounds right. Instead of it just being, Oh, a money grab. Like here, he got, I got their attention. Let me do it. I like, know I did. I put a lot of work into this. Listen to this. I think yeah, because I feel like it's already so. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, there's no go lag. Ahead. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I think that because there's, it's already so difficult being a creative. So, being our unique, authentic self sometimes is the thing that helps us to move forward and to still be motivated when we're able to remember who we are. So, I think that as a creative, that's essential if you want to just keep going and keep having fun with it. I think it's so easy to get caught up in your ideas and thinking about what everybody else wants you to do. So it is very important that you stay authentic and true to yourself or else you're going to find yourself trying to copy off of what uh freaking Bow Wow is doing or Social Boy. <laughs> I don't know why Bow Wow was the first person. I don't but, know um you're going to be trying to do what Soldier Boy is doing, you know, out here on all the interviews and all that stuff. So you just got to stay true to yourself. I don't know if Soldier Boy was a good example. I mean, because Soldier, like, Soldier Boy's running around telling us what everybody else stole from him. <laughs> Nobody has stopped talking about Soldier Boy all week. So, I mean, he doing right. yeah, he's doing something. He got the recipe. That nose candy. It's the Gucci headband, <laughs> it's giving him all his powers. <laughs> <laughs> So, as far as support, who do you guys feel like you're getting the most support from right now with all of your endeavors? Mm, if I had to pick, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't see it, you know, because it's not usually the response that you want when you like release something new. So, like, like just like watching like the stuff we put out, like the video we put out last week. Um, it was just me sitting on the floor, and I was like, "He put the 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 ocean back there." I didn't think he was gonna do that, and then, and then I saw that he got you know a hundred likes views on Instagram. Then we did the video us shooting the shit about porn that got one retweet, and it took us you know three hundred views. So it's like you never know. I I never know. I have no idea who's doing it. Okay, I think my biggest biggest supporter is definitely E. He 
Yeah. From from the beginning, just pushing me like this is what you need to do. This is how you need to do it. Always there to bounce ideas off of and just definitely supporting anything I do. You slid me under the bus with that answer, but it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's probably like probably like my best friends, like my closest friends. Like they're just always supportive of whatever it is I do. You know what I'm saying? It's you know. They know whatever it is I'm trying to get into, then, you know, it might be all right. So, you know, they're going to check it out just because, you know. Filet, what about you? Who supports you the most? I would say um, a couple of the people who support me the most are a couple of my best friends. They've also, um, one of them is acted. She had a role in season two of the show and also just helped out behind the scenes, like at, pretty much most of the shoots after she moved to New York and was really down to help with whatever. So her and one of my other friends, they're just always, if there's something that I could like use help with and they can't help, they're always willing. So I would say them. That's what's up. It is cool though to see like the people, you know, that's closer to you. Cause you just kind of expect that. So you don't really like pay them that much attention. But you know, like Jazz, like my girlfriend Jazz, she'll 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 make sure she retweets something that I do. Like very, she's sending links to everybody, and I'm just like, thank you, but like, calm down. <laughs> That's like some hardcore support. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, I think mm-hmm. I think Jazz would definitely be second up for me, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but as far as family, I I feel like family kind of supports me definitely my immediate family my sister and my stepmom supports me with anything that i do but outside of that i feel like family is like ghost town with the support it's like they may see it but they try to act like they don't see it but when i see them at thanksgiving or if i see them like in public it's like yo i heard the podcast and it's like did you did you really hear the podcast what i talk about so (laughs) right (laughs) Do you experience that too? Do you ever get the oh I like what you're no, doing on that YouTube? Right, like oh you, you yeah, there's just been time like even I I'm not even gonna tell that story, but basically <laughs> yes, I've experienced the ghost town when it comes to you know my family members do support, but you know there are the people who will mention it at Thanksgiving or Christmas and it's like now nah, where was all this energy? Where's this been? <laughs> Cause I see you retweeting so, everything yeah, else. Succeeding though, they love to retweet everything else, and then mm-hmm. and then I say nothing about it. <laughs> right, but family supports, so I appreciate. It. <laughs> but I have some fans who are not family who are more on it in ways, but that's okay. <laughs> I think of it. Like that may not be what they like to watch. Like they may not like to watch YouTube videos or they may not want to see or hear me on on the podcast talking because they talk to me every day or maybe they're just not as active on social media to retweet and do all that stuff. So I try not to take it personal. Do you take it personal? Oh, oh yeah. No, I agree. I don't even take it personally because I... You know, it's a very specific, we all have very specific art forms and not everybody is going to even have time of their day to divert. So I don't have time to divert things to so many things in my day. So I know everybody gets, you kind of understand people's talents, their path and, 
you support him however you can. And I feel like, like, especially with family, it's like it's an expectation. Like they see you do it one time, so they like, oh, I know he can do this, and they kind of just like, you know, he can do it and ignore it. So I think that's what it is most of the time. Because it's like my cousin makes T-shirts, Very and true. I'm like. We've spoken about how to do it, and he's asked me for ideas, and then he does it, and it's booming. It's like, you know, let him do his thing. He's good, and you don't need my help. Right. Right. Nick, does your family support you? No. (laughs) No. It's just... They're just like old school, man. They don't give a shit about anything like technology or anything like that. They just don't. Like, you know? They're like, are you doing a radio show? I heard you're doing a radio show. What's it called? No, I mean, they literally just found out what a podcast (laughs) is. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just like, you know, like, they still ask me. They, like, ask me every time I see, like, my mom and and my pops, every time, like, I see them, they, like, ask me, like, you know, how's the podcast going or whatever. And I'm like, do you know what a podcast is? Like, yeah, it's like, kind of like, yeah, like you said, kind of like a radio show. Like, bro, come on. You bro. know, his uncle used to run into the house and be like, what y'all doing? It's like, we be here every weekend yeah, doing right. the same they thing. Just, bro, they, just, they just don't give a fuck, bro. It's just, this is not it. It's fine, though. You just... Yeah, your uncle was, he was a hard supporter, though. So I'm going to have to say, you do have family that supports. He fuck, I mean, he fuck with it when he actually sit down and kind of pay attention. But if it ain't right in front of his face, he just, like, he a nigga, bro. You know what I'm saying? We, if it ain't right in front of our nose, though, we don't give a fuck about that shit. For real. So, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like when I do have people paying attention to what I'm doing, it makes me feel... Like I'm going in the right direction. I try not to pay attention to the the lack of support. I focus more on the support that I am getting. It's kind of like reassurance. Like, yeah, you doing your thing, girl. Keep doing it. But how do y'all feel when people do or don't support you? I don't. Know. I don't pay no attention. Like I don't. I don't really care. Like it's usually like one of those. You know, we all do the. Let me look and see who watched my Insta story. Let me look and see who retweeted this tweet. And then when it comes to people supporting you, just kind of look and see what the initial response is to it. And then after a while, you just kind of forget what the the response is. After that, you just move on to the next project. Right. But does it make you want to keep going when you find that people are following what you're doing? Uh, a little bit, but it's more so about do do I really want to do it? Like, you know, I do this thing on Snapchat with the new releases of music. I do that. But some days I just don't feel like doing it. And I know people specifically go to my Snapchat to see it. But it's just like, you know what? I don't really want to do it this week. So it'll be all right. So how does the support from your family members and friends make you feel? Does it make you want to keep going? Does it validate what you're doing? Or do you just... Keep going, regardless of how they feel. Um, the way I kind of approach support is, I just appreciate whatever positivity is able to come at any point of any day to help, you know, just lift my spirits on any individual day. So I don't really think too much about not receiving support. I just take any positivity sent to me or like brought to me on whenever it is, and I just appreciate it all because I. I had to learn early on that it's just unrealistic to receive verbal affirmation on it. Cause I've been, I was producing consistent content for like a whole year, like every single week or every couple of weeks, it just was very constant. So I just got used to, you know, things, uh, just support and praise would come. It just wasn't going to be like every day or every single time something was released. 
Right. Nick, how does it make you feel? Um, I don't know if I ever really pay attention to it, man. I guess just um, kind of realizing that I don't know when it was, but at some point I just realized, dude, nobody's gonna fuck with you all the way through. You know what I'm saying? Like, or not everybody's gonna fuck with you all the way through. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just it doesn't matter how cool you try to be. It doesn't matter how nice you try to be. It doesn't matter. You know, how many fucking old ladies you have across the street, bro? Like, some people just aren't going to fucking, you know, like the shit you do. Some people will. You know, it's just, and that's just what it's going to be. But, and, and the crazy thing is it don't even be like a a a, a jealousy or like a, a conflict. It's just, they don't. It's just like personal <laughs> preference. Like, everybody, like, you know what I'm saying? It's not everybody. It's not your cup of tea. It's right. like, you know what I'm saying? It, and it doesn't have to be. It's not supposed to be. Right. So. I mean, just take it where you can get it and keep going. Focus on the positive. Focus on the people that are supporting you because those are the ones that are going to continue to like and comment and give you those words like, yo, what you're doing is dope. So, I mean, just keep it going. So, as we know, in the creative space, it's a lot of it's a lot of people doing the things that we're doing. You know, we got people making uh, podcasts. We got people making music. It's a bunch of creatives out here. And I feel like we have a good network of people. I know Textually Active uh, networks with different podcasts and we all work together. I think that the creatives that I work with and the creatives that I know, they get it. And I feel like their support is always a little bit, you know, more active because they know how it feels to have somebody support what they're doing. Do you guys agree with that? Uh yeah, it's 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 still weird to see that people actually still tune in every Tuesday to listen to us talk. And then a crazy part it be like, you know, you look in the comments like on Instagram and stuff, it be people that have their own podcast that listen in and listen to the show. And it'd be like, bro, like ain't you no ain't you supposed to be working on your craft though? <laughs> like you find time to listen to us. Like uh well, we appreciate it, but it's like, yo, I I could never. I don't know how to do it. Like I be trying to get my focus on mine so much I might miss out on, you know, everybody else's. But I I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate the support from other podcasters too, for sure. Hmm. I mean, dude. I mean, bro, y'all know me. I'm a fucking Debbie Downer, bro. Like, I hate everything. <laughs> so it's like, dog, it's always so funny when you, like, see people that actually, like, like what you do. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you actually have that genuine support. And it's like, I really like hearing you talk. And I'm like, why? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but <laughs> it's, yeah, but it's like, okay, you know, cool. That that does, the love is cool. You know, it it it, it doesn't get old at the end of the day, man. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. Do you have a network of supporters, Phil, with that are in your same craft? I do, I do, I do, and you know, I've noticed a lot in my months of doing this that a lot of the places that you meet these network of supporters is social media and online because it's just the most realistic for actually, you know, meeting people or unless you're going to go to an event every day. So, I a lot of the supporters, you know, I've never met them in person, obviously. But it's like we know each other in a way, you know, they're just consistently supportive and, you know, always have nice messages to say. So, yeah, just like what you said, how it's like, you know, when people are like, oh, wow, I genuinely like, you know, watching your content or whatever. I'm like, 
You do? <laughs> really? Why? Because, <laughs> you know, we get so used to hearing or seeing ourselves that it's always nice to hear support. <laughs> it is. And then since they get it, I feel like we can connect on different things. We can share different tips. It doesn't always have to be a competition when we talk. It's like, I like the way you did that episode. Maybe we collaborate. We could collaborate here. Or maybe you should try using this instead of what you're using uh, right now. And it's just good to have a team of people that understand what you're doing and y'all can work together. No. You, you don't want to work together? No, nah, for that. Yes. Nah. Why you don't want to work together? No, nah, for that. <laughs> You ain't finna share your tips with me. I'm not finna share mine with you. No. Cause that, it don't ever work like that. Bro. It does for it, me. Unless they fuck with you. Unless they fuck with you, they, you know, they'll help you out, but they don't fuck with you. I ain't really ain't with that either. Yeah, bro. They don't, we don't no. fraternize with the ops, bro. Right. So fuck that dog. See, that's the problem. Y'all thinking, y'all nah. thinking about it as nah. opposition when you guys are a team and nah, y'all can build up nah. together. Nah, because what's gang gonna shit. happen is no, that, it's not gang gang. It it's is gang gang, gang bro. Because what's gonna happen? Shit, what's gonna happen is they gonna get the bag and never realize. You know, if it wasn't for textually active helping them do whatever they did, you know, they don't care. They just gonna go get the bag and forget the little people. I don't think so. That's not how that go. If they do get the bag and we kind of help them out. We can still because we we work together. We help them get the bag, and our bag is going to come too. Bro, wait, 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 but that doesn't so mean if, we stop helping people because so if, if they get the bag, what like when does our portion of the bag come to us? Right, because like, we'll. I'm not taking no moral victory. Right. What do you mean more? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Victories is for little league coaches. Yeah. Play that shit. <laughs> no. Like, no. Babies. Meaning that we could still keep working with them, get their tips on how they got the bag, and then they can help us get the bag. Uh, the only tips we need to be getting is them tips. <laughs> you know what <laughs> Monetary <laughs> tips. No. Monetary <laughs> tips. <laughs> no. I think it is important to work with people. You know, you just... I learned so much. When... I joined because, you know, I like to be in communities. I joined a podcasting group on Facebook and we all share ideas. We all support each other. I learned some stuff in that group. Are they listening to your podcast? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, my thing is, Rez. Okay, look. JD Kiss said it best. Look, Mm -hmm. one hand washes the other. Right. Both wash the face now. Right. We both have to be working toward the goal, right? Yeah. So if you helping me and I'm helping you, you need to be scratching my back. I need to be scratching yours. Now, I ain't about to be doing all the scratching. Now, come on now. Hold up. Yeah, I'm not saying that one person is just giving, giving, giving. I'm saying y'all both pouring into each other. I don't know. I don't know about that. It works. I just saw a video on the internet where a big beer fit into a little beer. So... You just gotta trust each other. <laughs> you gotta have the I low like, faith. I like what you want. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The big beer fit into... The big glass of beer fit into the little glass of beer. So, I don't right. know. So, are you worried about people taking advantage, other creatives stealing your ideas or anything like that? Um, you know, I'm not, I honestly don't worry about it because in a way I know what uniqueness I bring to the table that unless people could literally extract the contents of my mind, they would never be able to create something that's exactly like I would create. So I'm like, if anyone just, you know, happens to steal something or whatever, I'm I'm just gonna have to keep pushing. That's I think okay. it, yeah, I think it goes back to being authentic. <laughs> like if you're being your authentic self, you can't steal what I'm doing because it's coming from me. Phil, you ever had a situation? Yeah, that's pretty much how it was. You ever had a situation when you was like, "Yo, I, th- I kind of thought of that," and they kind of put that together, and he was like, "Oh, oh no, that might be my idea." 
Well, well, not really yet, because the web series, it went over the course of, both seasons of it were over the course of the past nine months. So I don't really even think there was enough time necessarily for anyone to, like, I don't think so. I don't know. I haven't really looked for that, but yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Phil Maybe. got his eye on the prize. He ain't worried about that. Let's <laughs> see. He trying to get the bag. He trying to get the bag, boy. I ain't worried about how y'all get in the bag, but I know what I'm about to do. If y'all want to follow these footsteps, go ahead. But I know what I'm gonna do. I had a question. Do is like do y'all? See, I ran. I ran track. So you ran track. Wait, I was gonna say I ran track. So the way I look at it is, you were told because when you're running, you all are all in your lanes. It was a rule that you, your coach, would not let you look around to see if you're in first place. You don't look around to see if people are gonna. Become it, you just focus on your lane. So that's how I try to do business at this point. Yeah, that, that's like kind of fire. I like it. I like it. I like it. Like, I was going to say, but like, how closely do you like look into like the people doing the same thing around you? Like, do you pay attention to that enough? How closely do I look into people around me doing the same thing? Yeah. Um, right now, I don't really look into, um, any of that. I mean, maybe in the future when I have more stuff out and stuff has been out longer, it'll probably be something that naturally my mind is attuned to. So then it may be that I am conscious of things and things, you know, well, I definitely had an idea similar. Like, I don't doubt that that would happen over the course of time because, I'm going to be honest, my ideas are pretty damn good. So, can I blame anyone for being inspired? I don't think so. I so, like, I think I like it'll it. happen probably eventually, but that's okay. Talk your shit, Phil. Talk right. your shit. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, one of the sayings that I hear a lot is that the strangers are going to support you more than your friends and family. Do y'all think that's true? Yeah, because fuck it. I have heard that, and in some ways, <laughs> I think that uh, in some ways the strangers will, because when you don't have to at all even know someone, it's like literally all you know is all these things that you've created, this fantasy of this perfect person. Like if we think of our favorite celebrities, we don't know these people at all. But we've created a fantasy that's this perfect person. But we don't do that with people in our own life. We don't want to put anyone in our life on that type of pedestal. Because then when they have us fucked up, we're going to take them right down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cancel cancel their ass in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, but I know who you are for real. <laughs> right. The people that know you, their favorite thing to say is, especially when they see you getting a little following on Instagram, they be like, oh, you... I know that person in real life. They not even really like that. And it's like, but <laughs> are you really like that on social media? Like, are you the same person you are offline as you are online? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> no, but like. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty> close. <laughs> Give or take a few characteristics. But, yes. but when you're creating stuff, are you like, are you, it's, it's different. I mean, just because you know me. And I'm trying to do something different doesn't mean that I'm different from that person that I am online. Like, I'm still the same person. But since you know me personally, you find it hard to believe that other people are following what I'm doing. Oh, 
you you got some other problems. I don't ever, I've never encountered that. Like, no. I've never encountered, like. She's still talking about doing a podcast or is she, like, opening up an OnlyFans yeah, page she, or something? She, like, might, she like, might be out here trying. She's shooting shots. Guys, somebody, I, she's shooting I, at somebody. I, I don't have a private Snapchat. <laughs> she's like, she saying, you hating on me because I ain't want to, like, what? You, Bro, if you get in a bag somewhere else, you need to let us know, bro. Like, I mean, I may have started the feet page. Okay. See? I like it. You remember? we That was our idea. She it was. St- like, it was. Uh, we had the idea first. Yeah. Like, like, all right. See? What's it called? Fantasies of Feet. <laughs> Fa- uh, flavors of Feet. <laughs> it be your old ho- co-host. See your bro. ideas right there. Yeah. Right. But I definitely think, stra- <laughs> for me, strangers support me more than the people that I know. But it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I can't Well, I guess cause, put my know, finger on it, I though. guess because we are in that weird space of we do this, and uh, a lot of the listeners that we have are strangers. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of them. And we don't know how it, like, really happened, you know, other than being on Mouth Show. We don't really know what happened to get these people. But, I mean, it's I know it's a few people that I know for sure that pay attention to what I do and what we got going on. And they, uh, I don't know that many strangers. I mean, I guess that would make sense why they're strangers. But I don't really know, like, I can see someone and be like, oh, I don't know them. Right. Yeah. But I don't know if they know you. Like, I'll see people supporting us. And then I'm like, well, does Meezy know him? And it's like, no. And it's like, does Nick know him? No. That's a stranger. So <laughs> that's, how, that's how I figure out who the strangers are. Phil, what's your support like from the strangers? My support from strangers is high because one of my strategies, even just for getting the show seen, was engaging with just new communities on social media. Because before I started the show in the business, this was just a personal account. And I really only follow, you know, people who I knew or, you know, like not any stranger, but I made a conscious decision that I was going to start following strangers because I knew I needed to be engaging with other people if I wanted to expand the reach. So I just, you know, be talking to all these damn strangers um, all the time at this point. <laughs> and it's like, I know them because being online, talking to people and people are consistently supporting, like we're like in-person strangers, but internet friends in a weird way. So. <laughs> no, I definitely agree. Some people that I met on the internet ain't never met them face to face, but we cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Like we can hang. If you were to ever come to North Carolina, we can hang. Keep it a buck. I, I kind of prefer those relationships a little bit more. <laughs> you prefer the internet? Yeah, I prefer them. I ain't gotta really like kick it with you. I ain't really gotta avoid kicking it with you either. Like yep. it's just it's what it is. It is what it is on the line. Online. But I will send you this funny meme that I seen that I know you gonna laugh at. Mm-hmm. I will comment underneath for your pictures and laugh with you. S- swipe up, send you a little fire emoji on them pictures. Yeah, right. you fire, I see. You. Right, you fire. Retweet you a couple times, I see. <laughs> Help you go viral. <laughs> for sure. So with with all the creativeness, you know, and all the support that we're receiving because you know we fire. It comes with some feedback. People always have something to say about what you're doing. How do you tell the difference between positive feedback or hating? Because, you know, a wise woman once said, I'm an artist, but I'm sensitive about my shit. <laughs> These are facts. These are facts. That- um, For me, I don't feel like I've reached a point where... Um, 
Like, if people are having very hateful things to say, nobody really says them to my face. So I think that any of the non-support is behind closed doors, or it's, like, out of my sight, which is fine for me. I'm like, that's completely cool with me. So I haven't really had to experience that yet. What about you, Maisie? Oh, oh, I don't really deal with it. For the most part, it'd be, like, preference based like i was watching uh neil brendan on the breakfast club the other day and he was saying like you know a lot of times somebody might come to me and be like yo i listen to the podcast but you know nick i don't think y'all need nick or something some shit like that and the whole time somebody's probably telling nick the exact same thing about me so i just be like bro apparently you listen is good enough i don't really need no more feedback for you or some shit like i'm good the fact that you even listen is going up. Like one time, somebody was like, "Oh, I like one of your playlists," but that Mary J. Blige song was like that wasn't it. I'm like, bro, you listen to the whole rest of it. It's okay. That's one fine. one skip, I'm pretty good. I'm good with a skip. Yeah, I'm good with one skip. Skip. Nick, how do you feel about feedback? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like what we were saying earlier, man. It's just like you just kind of learn that it's just, bro. It's all about what people like. You know what I'm saying? You. Right, you're just not gonna be everybody's cup of tea, man. But then on one, on the other hand, you gonna have some people that really fuck with you the long way. You know what I'm saying? It's just how it goes, man. You just kind of learn that, you know, that's just the way it works. So, but the more people you kind of push your whatever it is that you're doing out to, the more opportunity you have for that yes or that no. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of that, you know, you miss all the shots you don't take type thing. You know, right? So, that's cool. I'm gonna be honest. I have a hard time hearing it. So. <laughs> I mean, if you got something to say, I'm like, well, and I'm gonna think about it for a couple hours, and I might be like, well, maybe they was right, and but initially, initially, I have a hard time. Just I don't want to hear it. It's like, yeah, I listen to your episode, but and it's like, no, please don't, because I don't want to have to be mad at you for a couple of days. Um, but it's hard, and. When I'm trying to give feedback to people, I always try to start with a positive. Like, I like what you did here. That way, it doesn't sound like I'm hating because it's a thin line between that. If you say something, if you say too much about something that somebody's doing, they might take it personal, like me, and just be like, oh, well, Rez is a hater. I'm going to just write it off. She don't know what she's talking about anyway. So it's, I think it's all about the delivery and how you're giving it. I don't like, I don't, I don't like, I don't like to give my approach like that. How you give your approach? It's usually because if when you, it's like you set people up. Like if I tell you, I like your shirt, uh, your shirt go with them pants. Then the next thing you're like, well, what part of it he don't like? Right. And then I'm like, but the shoes, I wouldn't have wore the shoes. Right. So it's like I set you up with all of these good compliments and then just the shit on you. So it's more so like just get to the shit (laughs) part. And then be like, but the other shit you was doing good was hard. That was hard. I like that part. Right. So you feel like if your compliment and the compliments don't mean anything yeah, like, after you get yeah, the negative it's feedback. Like, it's like last week with the apology, bro. Like if I'm fucking trying to tell you what I think is good about it, you're going to sit, you get, get hyped up just for me to say, then just shit on you and then you not care about it no more. Like, cause you know, a lot of times when you say some shit, you only hear the bad part. Nah, like, I'm like, all about, I'm all about yeah, the, the yeah. foreplay. I'm, I'm, I'm warming it up. You know, <laughs> I'm not just jumping in mean. Like, I'm, 
I'm gonna warm you up first. Like I'm not just going just ram it in. So <laughs> that's why I'm telling you what I like first. Man says she gotta get it wet how first. Do, <laughs> how do we get here? Like what? I'm just trying to help y'all feel where I'm coming from. Got, it's better when I give y'all some examples. Rez, you're not getting any better. <laughs> just gotta help y'all feel where I'm coming from. Okay, Rez. <laughs> gotta get it wet first i see you i see you phil what do you think about giving feedback how do you how do you dish it out um oh well how i feel about getting it is that you know it's definitely not the first moment is not fun because although you think a lot of the times you know you do realize okay yeah they're kind of right then it's like dang i got all this shit out that's flawed so then you just are thinking of all the past flaws that have ever existed in your work but that stage doesn't last long which is good but the initial shock is like (gasps) but about giving feedback you know i don't love to (laughs) Um, (laughs) i don't like to rock others boats to be honest i really don't um it you know there's times where you know if the situation prompts me to then sure i'll Say what I have to say, but I I don't really do too much of that. <laughs> yeah. Unless we're in, like, maybe a relationship. But it just makes me anxious because then if there's conflict, just who knows? <laughs> a lot of times, just don't ask me, bro. Like, yeah, people I, just take yeah, it the wrong way. I try to stay out of that, bro. Just assume I like it. Yeah, like, yeah. if I ain't said nothing about it, it's, it's all right. Right. Yeah. I assume it's, it's, it's hard. Unless unless it's something going terribly wrong, unless I could see your lace in your YouTube videos, I'm not going to say nothing. But you can't go to a YouTube video (laughs) and see they lace. I mean, listen, sometimes it gets a little tricky. (laughs) All right. So, how do I mean, yeah. So. Are there ways that we would like to receive more more support? Like, is there a certain way you would like somebody to support you? Phil, oh, what you got? What you got? Oh, yeah, Phil, what you got? Oh, I was gonna say word of mouth. Word of mouth marketing is the most important type of marketing, and yeah, I just spreading the word is the biggest way to support. Honestly. Oh yeah, I like that one. I I guess. I mean, cause I don't like, I don't know, like, like for me, I think a lot of my projects, I like to see them, I like to see them in use. So like, if I'm like, like when I when I get the uh, what is the uh, the the uh, affirmations or like the fucking the oh shit, this is hard, like the the congratulations and the words of affirmation. Those are the parts I'm like, yeah, that works. So when I see those, it shows like somebody saw what I did and everybody now saw it. Like when they put it on a page, all of their friends saw. So I guess yeah, word of mouth would be the best. Yeah, Nick, what do you think? Uh. I'm I'm pretty much the same way because it's like I mean as long if you're telling somebody else then there's always a possibility they could tell someone else and it just it just flows you know the snowball gets bigger. It's all about getting it out there, and the more you saying it, that's that's gonna get it out there to more people, new listeners, new subscribers, and all that stuff. I do want that LeBron cosign though. Back. Yeah, <laughs> I want that. That's all you need one of them. But he he's a cornball on Instagram, but. 
it it looks like it worked for a bunch of people. Yeah. If you if you put out an album and LeBron ain't in a car or in the gym playing it, your album might not be shit. Yeah. Right. So I need I need that LeBron cosign. Thanks. So I came up with a list of ways for our listeners and everybody to help support people that are in the creative space. And these are ways you can support them without spending a dime. And if you got, you know, if you got a little coin you want to you wanna give to your creative friend, I got some ways for you to do that, too. So the first one is to tell them that they're doing a great job. Encouraging words go a long way. And it lets them know that you're paying attention to what they're doing. I also think that you should give them feedback and let them know, you know, this is working or this isn't working because again, it lets them know that you're paying attention. And the easiest one, the easiest ones are to subscribe, repost, and like Phil said, word of mouth. And if they have something that requires a review, leave the fucking review. It goes a long way and they're not going to know that. I mean, like other people looking in, they're not going to know it's from their friends. They're just going to be like, oh, well, this person is getting a lot of reviews. Let me support it, too. So a review goes a long way. Um, If you're trying to spend the bag, though, buy their merch and subscribe to their paid stuff, you know, and attend their events and use whatever services that they have. So so uh, cash out. Measy book. Nah. <laughs> oh yeah, trying, trying to get that plug in. Right? We gotta make a. <laughs> we gotta make a cash app for textually textually active. <laughs> cash app right here. All right. <laughs> Slide it back in. But I think I think a lot of time I think when they uh so I think it's like I think people are just like worrisome about support because I know like when we was doing probably shouldn't be drinking. A lot of the support came after we was done. And so it was like, yo, why didn't nobody, you know, everybody never, nobody ever said anything while we was doing it. And, but then they was like, damn, y'all stop that. Like, damn, why y'all stop it? And it's like, bro, like, it's just one of those things where we didn't know it was doing as well as we thought it was doing. And so it's just, we couldn't see it. So I think it's important people letting them know is very important. Right. Thanks. Is there anything you guys would add to the list, Nick? You want to add anything? Mm. Uh, well, no, I think you covered the the biggest part that I would go with. The um, the social media support I think is really the most important thing nowadays because that's like everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like social media is like the whole. I mean, granted, it doesn't feel. I guess on a grand scheme, to some people, it doesn't feel as big as it is. Because I guess some people aren't as into it. But, like, when you really think about it, man, that shit is, like, ruined. Like, it's, the internet is running our world right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it how is. we communicate. It's what keeps us all connected. Yeah. Know? So. Especially because I, I usually look at it like, like, I've spoken to, like, some of my favorite celebrities on Twitter. And then you fail to realize, like, he retweeted what I said. And everybody that followed him saw what I said. And so it's more one of those things was like, damn, I might have reached more people than I thought I would. And I was just shooting shit, just talking shit. I mean, we don't, we underestimate the, like, what it is. It's the world wide web. You know what I'm saying? We're connected to every single Mm -hmm. person on it, you know, like, so it's like. Well, as for the actual question of adding anything, I think that we pretty much covered the things on the list for like the best ways to support. And yeah, I agree with social media having so much power 
And even when you look at certain celebrities who are able to do so well now, you look at the Cardi B's. What did she do? Part of what she did was leveraged her social media impact to make her dreams come true. And that's why I think Cardi is a very good case study for just looking at ways to, you know, mobilize yourself. Of course, we're not all going to be stripper, you know, or Dominican, a rapper. We're not going to be specifically her, but we can utilize the Internet in ways that help our dreams, too, just like Cardi did. So I think it's important to. And the thing is that people aren't going to always see our posts on social media to be able to repost because things are so oversaturated. So it's more so like, you know, if someone reaches out to you to post or repost or if you see something, just kind of resorting to supporting automatically is just kind of best since we support celebrities automatically. Exactly. All right. So let's take a break. And we'll be right back. This week's episode is brought to you by Sweetly Versatile. It's cold outside, so you better get with the knits. Sweetly Versatile offers handmade accessories, apparel, and do-it-yourself patterns. They're all fashionable and they're functional. You can find them at webuyblack.com slash Sweetly Versatile, or you can search them on Etsy. Sweetly Versatile also gives you a great discount code. At purchase, you can type in Sweetverse, Sweetverse, V-E-R-S, 25 you get a little discount off your purchase so remember to go shop with sweetly versatile sweetly versatile versatility through creativity now let's get back to the show yeah shout out sweetly versatile for sending us product because you know a lot of times people don't send it they just want you to promote it and boy them hats them hats was comfortable boy right i went outside just this the ice storm my head was warm and whatnot the little, the gray one was very fashionable. I need more colors, sweetly versatile. If you're out here listening, we need more colors. I need a, I need something. I look. need a black one. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to scully this thing out. And then we also got the mug holders. Oh, yeah. And I'm a coffee drinker. I, I drink coffee almost every morning. So I wrap that thing around my mug. It was nice and cozy. It was cute. So definitely make sure y'all check them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's jump into our final thoughts on... Getting support as a creative. I I guess to wrap it up, I'm going to just say, I'm going to make it simple. Support your friends. Okay. Okay. Um, and it's okay if you don't, but support them. Period. <laughs> right, right, period. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to say, you know, so I, I like support your friends. And I'm going to say, uh, make it known, too. Like, you know, like, use your platform to help somebody else platform. If you see somebody doing some cool shit, put it up and so the people you with can see it. Like don't just listen, you know, show it word of mouth it and show people that you listening. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times I don't never know who listening to us till I see it. Yeah. Um so so I feel like um creatives are mainly people who are like cultivators of ideas, right? Like, because I feel like everybody thinks about shit. Everybody thinks they can do stuff, but the real, the quote unquote creatives that we're talking about, the people who are actually trying to do it and are not afraid to fail are not afraid to succeed. So um, like, and it's not to cast dispersions on like people who aren't, you know what I'm saying? Or people who don't go that far to do that. But you know, it's just if I had to say something to the people out there, it's just like 
recognize, you know, when people are willing to put their neck out there, when people are willing to put themselves out there and try to do shit because not everybody is like that, you know. Facts. So. So what you got for your final thought? My final thoughts are, yeah, just be like, try to go out of your way with your support at times. Like you said, like make it known. Because, yeah, we know the views come, the listens come, but we literally have no idea who is within those numbers. And it's always nice to match face with view. So, yeah. All right. So now it's time to get into it. Let's get into the shits. Feel first, before we get into a feel, I want you to explain to our listeners, because I've watched. I need you to explain to our listeners what Black Sex in the City is. Black Sex in the City is a comedic web series that just kind of covers, each episode covers a different distinct topic of just dating in the big city or in the 21st century. And, yep. So, yeah, that's what it is. So, I watched a couple episodes, and I I saw the credits, and it was that you are not only the lead actor, you produce it, you write it, and you uh you uh you edit it, all of this. Who the hell is your team? Like I like how do you find these people to help you do this? So. The team, basically what I do is essentially everything except uh, I'm not the videographer while I'm in the scene just because, you know, someone else has to hold the camera. And then I'm not the actors who are like the other roles. But other than that, yeah, I write the episode, then I produce it and get ready for us to shoot it. Then I direct and act while we're on set. Then I edit it. Then I release it and then marketing it. And yeah, it's, it was a lot of fucking work. (laughs) And I, sometimes the actors, sometimes it was definitely harder in season one. When I first got started, it was definitely harder to get, um, actors just in general. I had to reach out to people, but when I started the business right before season two, and then just really started taking myself even more seriously, then everybody was reaching out to me, so it became a lot easier to get real actors, and yeah. I was wondering, because there's no reoccurring uh, uh, actors, for the most part. It's maybe a couple, and then all of the, the, the scenes are yeah, new. Yeah, season two. Yeah. Yeah, season one, I didn't even necessarily take myself seriously enough to feel like I was worth anyone devoting multiple weekends in a row to the show. So I just would literally write a script and whoever, whichever friend or whoever I found on social media that was interested in acting that I could get anybody who was willing to come shoot. I was down. So, yeah. That's what's up. I found, uh, I watched one of them and it was hilarious because what was, which one was it? It was the one where you were on vacation and you were getting your personal time. That was dope. And it was another one where I guess it was like a first date and the girl met the guy online and he was like, I can't get an Uber back or something. And 
it was just hilarious. Oh. And how do you come up with these concepts? Are these things that happen in real life or are these just coming from the top of your head? It literally comes in out of nowhere because they aren't even things that happened in real life. Uh, some of the time, I it just depends. A lot of the time I would try to start with the topic and have a strong topic that I can make something funny around. But I just kind of, I would have just random inspiration. And I would, once I have an idea that I'm so excited about that I can't stop planning and I can't stop executing it, that ends up being the one. Because a lot of ideas will float around, but one of them I actually just don't stop with. So so for the people out there that want to start a YouTube channel, what would you say to them? How do they keep their, how do they stay consistent, number one? Well, how to stay consistent is to quite honestly, sacrifice some personal life for at least the time period, because I can't even tell you how hard, because I, I work nine to five as a financial analyst for Ralph Lauren, and then nine to five, I literally was doing all of this. Weeks where I would have to edit the episode, it might take 50 hours to edit a six-minute episode, and that's just what I was doing, because I cared about it. So my advice is, do it if you're passionate about it, because if you're passionate about it, then it won't feel like work and you'll be willing to put in the ridiculous number of hours you'll have to put in. Yeah. I like it. Because it's definitely 50 hours. Whew. 50 hours. On top of the 40 hours that you're putting in at work, I man. I only like to come in here for two hours to do this. That's why I'm telling people. That's why I'm like, look, the on screen, like life's all fun and glamorous and stuff, but I mean, most of my time was sitting here in front of the screen making it all happen. So, yeah, I did watch a couple of episodes. They are they are pretty creative. It's, I, and it's, yeah, they're pretty good. He goes in. So, when, why y'all listening? You know, Phil just said he puts fifty hours in. Make sure y'all go check out his his series, Black Sex in the City. It's dope. It's dope. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So, Meezy, you got a baby maker for us this week? I do. I do. You are now tuned in to WMEZ. This week's baby maker is by Be My Fiasco. This is called Here to Stay by Be My Fiasco here on WMEZ. That was 
Be My Fiasco with Here to Stay on this week's Baby Maker. Uh, it's been added to all the playlists on all the streaming sites, Apple, Spotify, and Tidal. There's a textually active Baby Maker playlist, so be sure to go listen to that. Uh, and I'm taking submissions, so, you know, hit me at Measy Boulevard on all your socials. You know, if you, you sing R&B or your friends sing R&B, you know, I, I, I listen, I take in consideration. You probably get yours played here on WMEZ. That song put me into my zone. I was over here listening like, ooh, I'm going to play this. <laughs> this is a self-care song. <laughs> so, guys, pull y'all memes out. Who wants to go first? Oh, I got one. I got one. This week, my meme says, <laughs> it's pretty fitting. So, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> between y'all, R. Kelly... Bird bath, soldier boy, and trunk with this damn wall. I'm ready for 2020. Y'all done killed 2019 already. Oh damn! It's all for a rough start. Yeah, I'm over. It. I'm over. It. All right. So I took your advice and created an album full of memes. So yeah, I'm gonna go with this one. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you're not too sensitive. You're not overreacting. If it hurts you, it hurts you. I mean, I think people spend too much time trying to bury their emotions. If you feel away, let it out. Like, that's what it's for. I if like you hold it. that stuff in, it's just going to bottle up and you're going to be upset. I like it. Phil, you got a meme? Dang. Um, I didn't even. It's okay. <laughs> if you got just give the people some I words. Of advice. Yeah, yeah some, give them some words. What's words. on your chest? Yeah. I'm going to just say, okay, mine is do it today, whether you want to. Go after your passions, cuss somebody out, anything. Do it today. He said, "Do it today. Yeah, <laughs> do it do today. It. Don't like wait. It. Yeah, tomorrow like ain't promise. Right? We gonna be mad as hell. You ain't get to cuss somebody out. Right? He done, he done died. I'm like, it. really though. Read, read whoever you got to today. Right now. Thanks, <laughs> Nick. Uh, I'm gonna do the same and just uh, what's heavy on your chest? What you got? <laughs> Honestly, the only thing I could really, really think of right now that just comes, that's just flying off the handle. The stash box. <laughs> Keep the stash in it. I bought that bitch a fashion overdress just to see her ass in it. <laughs> Bar us up then. The, the words of the great young and young May. May. Great young and May. All right, a well, poet. <laughs> a poet. She is a queen. She has words. A king. She said, "Keep the stash in the stash box." A king, a king queen, a king wing. Don't worry about it. Okay, this okay. has been another episode of Textually Active Pod. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at Textually Active Pod. The links are below. And send your group messages to textuallyactivepod at gmail.com. And, you know, while we're on the topic of support, it doesn't hurt to give us a little retweet. Use our hashtag TextualTuesday. A retweet. A retweet. 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 Like a tweet. A tit. Sounds kind of kinky, man. (laughs) And thank you, Phil, for coming and joining us on our episode. Let's give him a round of applause. Yes. Phil, do you want to? Thank you all for having me, Textually Active. You're welcome. You Do you want to tell the people where they can find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Philae, P-H-I-L-A-Y-E. 
on YouTube at Fillet Films, Twitter, Facebook at Fillet Films, filletfilms.com. So yeah, reach Next. out, subscribe, watch, right. follow. Right. <laughs> like, comment, share, <laughs> retweet. Retweet, period. All right, so we'll see y'all next Sexual Tuesday. Goodbye. Waffles. Waffles. Ah, you Waffles. You with it. You with it. You with it. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod.